This episode of Z Prime on the Grid is sponsored by the National Renewable Energy Laboratory. This is another episode of On the Grid by Z Prime. Love your energy. Hey everyone, this is Z Prime on the Grid. I'm Dylan Lockwood. I'm here with the CEO of Vesper Solar, Robert Sewell. Robert, how are you doing today? Doing great, Dylan. Thanks. Thanks a lot for having me on. Uh, it's excited to to get to meet you and uh, and talk a little bit about our company. Yeah, we're happy to have you on. Uh, so tell me a little bit about uh, Vesper Solar. What uh, what do you what do you guys do? So Vesper Solar, we're we're a solar hardware startup that's focused on transforming the last mile of solar installation, PV module attachment. So when I say uh, PV module attachment, what I'm referring to is the physical securing of a PV module. So today that process is completed primarily using conventional fasteners like nuts and bolts, rivets, top clamps. And uh, while these fasteners are really cheap, they actually create a lot of massive downstream problems. So first, they're clunky and hard to use. Uh, This makes the installation process slow, drives up labor costs significantly, they're a lot of mistake prone, and uh, it requires frequent ongoing maintenance just because nuts and bolts loosen over time. So part of this challenge is the the sheer quantity of parts. So for an example, for a 100 megawatt tracker installation, so let's call it uh, about 300,000 panels. The EPC would have to use nearly 4 million small, easy to drop parts uh, to secure those panels. So think about doing that while the, installing those 4 million parts while wearing gloves when it's cold. It became very clear to us that a, a better solution was needed for the industry to continue growing uh, like it has. So Second uh, second point why they, there's some massive downstream problems with fasteners, like I said before, nuts and bolts loosen over time. And this is, uh, can cause a lot of catastrophic issues for system operators. So the, the Rocky Mountain Institute evaluated PV systems in the Caribbean after the 2017 hurricane season, which was is the same year that we saw Hurricane Maria devastate Puerto Rico. They evaluated these systems to understand why some systems survived while others were completely destroyed. And they found that a, a leading reason was actually because the nuts and bolts had loosened over time or because the fasteners had been installed incorrectly from the start. So like I was saying before, these fasteners that are used today are cheap, but they can lead to massive, massive problems later down the line. So that's why we are focused on this problem, and we've transformed this process with our product, V-Clamp. The V-Clamp is a low-cost fastener that makes solar panel installation three times faster. It's a game-changing product because it allows EPCs to complete large-scale installations literally weeks to months faster, and it de-risks projects uh, because unlike nuts and bolts, it doesn't rely on torque, which means that over time, uh, it's not going to loosen under the same conditions like we saw in uh, in the Caribbean with the hurricane season. So uh, there have been a few companies that tried to innovate on this in the past, but what, what makes us excited is that what we've, what we've developed is a really flexible universal solution that works across all racking and nearly all racking and PV module systems. There have been a few point solutions in the past where it's a singular applications, but what we're designing for is really a universal solution that can, so that we can establish a new industry standard for how PV modules are attached. Second, we're, we're really proud of the simplicity of our design. The V-clamp has about 70% less steel 
the nuts and bolts, and there's no power tools required to install, which is really com really commonly used today. And lastly, it comes down to performance. So each V-Cleanse installs in under five seconds, and our initial testing shows it can withstand uplift forces corresponding to Category 5 hurricane. So at this point, we think we have the right product we have, and that will meet the uh, not just the performance requirements for the industry, but also at the right cost structure to really transform the way PV modules are attached today in, in, the, in the last mile of solar installation. Excellent. Um, so you're participating in uh, the American Made Solar Challenge, which, we, which we've been uh, visiting on the show. So uh, what sort of appealed to you about getting involved with that program and what do you hope to get out of being a part of the network? Sure. So honestly, being part of the American Made Solar Challenge has, has been incredible. They provide incredible resources for us to test and validate our product and to initially commercialize it. That's all been invaluable, but honestly, what's been even more helpful has been the doors that they've been opening for us. So I guess uh, I'm, I'm sure you guys have spoken already about the competition, but just give a little bit more context on what it is. It's a prize competition by the DOE designed to energize solar manufacturing, but it's a, so it's a three-part competition. Um, in the first stage, 20, 20 companies get awarded with 50K to develop a prototype. Uh, next stage, they take those 20 and they, they pick the top 10 ideas, and those are awarded 100K in cash and 75K in vouchers to be spent uh, on product testing with uh, U.S. national labs. And then the third stage, uh, the top, top two ideas get the big prize. It's a 500K in cash plus more voucher uh, funding to uh, finalize, really finalize, commercialize their technologies. So where uh, where my company's at is we just we we've advanced through the second stage now. So we're one of the the remaining ten companies competing for the for the big prize. And uh, like I was saying before, the resources from the competition have been really have been really incredible. Uh, but the connections that have have been even more helpful. They've assembled well over a hundred people to uh, across the country to mentor, provide technical expertise. Honestly, they, they've covered everything here, and they've even like eventually pilot part uh, pilot partners. And in the first stage of the competition, we probably connected with well over 15 to 20 different members of the network. I uh, I got connected with one group called Greentown Labs, uh, which is the largest clean tech incubator in the country, and was one of the what I guess the same uh, status that Z Prime is is, is uh, I think power connector one of the I guess one of the more special connectors as part of this network. Uh, they also have, the Greentown also happens to be about a 10 minute walk from my apartment in Cambridge. So I ended up becoming a member of their incubator. They provided incredible support, really helping me take the, take our idea, use our initial funding and really turn it into a company with a, with a full manufacturing plan with partners set up to test and to uh, pilot our product. So I credit DOE with, with really, making all of this happen with without their help we didn't we didn't have the credibility that we needed before as a small startup trying to transform a really big problem in the industry but uh it's been an absolutely incredible experience i couldn't couldn't say better things about the about the american made solar competition so i'm I'm kind of interested in your origin story a bit uh so what were you looking at when you decided uh you wanted to break into this aspect of uh, solar manufacturing and what sort of 
initial challenges do you have to overcome? Taking a step back, uh, back up, I, I grew up in Atlanta, went to UNC Chapel Hill for undergrad, where I became a, became a diehard Carolina basketball fan. After uh, GNC, I spent about five years at Deloitte Consulting in New York, where I focused on new product strategy and cost transformations. Uh, wasn't working in solar at the time, but a lot of those, I was, I was looking at sort of these exact same type of problems for some of the largest companies in the world, focusing primarily in the telecom space. Um, after, after Deloitte, my wife and I moved to Boston about two years ago where she was, she was starting law school at Harvard and I was going to go get my MBA from the Tuck School of Business at Dartmouth. So that's a little bit, I guess, about, about my background itself. Uh, we started Vesper Solar in 2017. I started with my dad, actually, James Sewell. Uh, and it, it, we started this company after we were exposed to some of the solar technologies that were being developed at Georgia Tech as part of, is actually another DOE program, uh, the Sunshot Initiative. So like I said, I'm from Atlanta, you know, Georgia Tech's right down the street. And uh, that was when we, through there, we met our technology partner, uh, so Dr. Andres Cavieras. Uh, Andres, at the time, he was a PhD student at Georgia Tech, uh, and he had spent the past several years designing solutions that make solar faster and cheaper to install. He's uh, honestly the smartest, smartest guy I, I, I know. Uh, he's now moved on to be a professor at the University of Oklahoma. But we were looking at some of the technologies that he had patented over there. One of them was a, uh, was a full solar racking system for flat roofs. We thought the system was awesome. It was, couldn't be, have been easier to use. But what we really saw the value in was actually in the small clip that he developed that secured the module to the racking system. So it, what we realized then is that the, the product that he had, it, it, it wasn't quite there yet. It was expensive. It, I like to call it the Rolls Royce of attachment clips. You know, it, uh, it worked beautifully, but it cost about the same as a Rolls Royce would have. So it just wasn't at the right cost structure to really make a dent in the industry. But what we recognize is that this is a serious problem for the industry. You know, if you can take, cut the time that people spend on roofs, if you can cut the time people spend installing solar fields in the middle of the desert, then it could be, it, it could really bring installation up to the par with the advancements that have been happening on the module side. Uh, pretty much everyone I've spoken to for the last few years as we've been building this company, all agrees that nuts and bolts are horrible. You know, it's, it's a, the, the solution works, it's tested and, and tried and true, but if there's something out there that can provide the same performance, but can make it faster, easier, and even more enjoyable for the installers, they're all for it. Um, so we set out with, a, with an initial product and an idea of the market we wanted to, 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 uh, to tackle. Uh, we've, we realized that the product wasn't there, so we went back to the drawing board to develop a new solution. We're now on, now on the third generation of our product, and what we've developed is literally 10 times smaller than our initial prototypes while providing even better performance. So it's, it's been a really exciting ride. We're, we're out here because we think we can develop a new industry standard for PV module attachment and literally save a billion dollars a year for the industry. So we've been uh, we've been really excited about that. What were some of those initial road bumps, and what what what, are, what were some curveballs thrown your way? 
Sure. So we definitely had our fair share of curveballs, just like any startup. Uh, our initial problem at first, well, one, we were getting the product finalized. And at the time, it, our, our initial product was a non-starter for several companies just because it was too expensive. It wasn't commercially viable. Uh, so I think I'd, I pushed those, the, all the challenges we faced when our product wasn't there, I, I think I'd, I pushed that into a separate bucket and said, uh, talk about more over the past year where we've been, once we, once we really did have the right product to make a, uh, to make a dent in the industry. And I think it, it's, it comes down to an, uh, an interesting dichotomy in the, the industry. So one, we've got a, a very, an industry that's really excited to talk about innovation. You know, it's a group of the clean tech industry as a whole. It's a group of really passionate people that are trying. It's much more mission driven than any other industry I've worked with. Um, and people out here because it, they're excited to talk about new technologies. However, at the same time, it's uh, solar is extremely risk averse. Uh, so you've got people that are really willing to listen to new ideas, but Willingness to adopt ideas is tougher just because the profit margins could be so thin across the industry that no one wants to take a risk and be stuck footing the bill. So that, that's one piece, just risk adverse nature of the industry has been a challenge. And then secondly, it's the number of stakeholders that are required when you're uh, bringing a new hardware solution to market. So for, for any project, you've got the developer, you've got the EPC, who's uh, actually building out the project. You got all of the hardware providers that are supplying all the components. And for us to launch a product like ours, which is a drives labor savings uh, and increased efficiencies in installation, we're sitting at, a, at an awkward place where we're a hardware component provider, working with the hardware component providers, but we also have to be, uh, I guess, approved and be on have everyone else in the chain aligned on what we're trying to do. So uh, it, it just means that things take longer to deploy than other industries. And, uh, it, you know, the whole Facebook model of move fast and break things, that, that doesn't work here when we're, you're installing a, like a, for example, 100 megawatt project in the middle of the desert. You know, you need to have everyone across the chain on board, uh, really excited to push a new innovation and you have to overcome the risk aversion piece that I was speaking to earlier. So the reason I, I say all that too is because what's, this is part of what has made the American made solar competition so great for us because uh, the DOE has been providing us with really fantastic resources to advance our technology to the point of, to point where uh, we are at the, we've applied the right level of rigor to our testing to, to validate our products so that we can get all of those main, all the players in the, in the ecosystem on the same page that, yes, this is an awesome tool that we want to roll out. And then secondly, before the DOE stamp of approval on our product and, and our company, plus uh, the, the allowing us to be a part of their network, when I was calling up solar racking companies before, I was going to the most junior level salespeople, and while it was had great conversations, we were not being taken seriously uh, as a as a major innovator in the space. 
with the DOE's help, it's completely elevated the discussions that we get to be a part of. We People are taking our calls now because of the DOE, whereas in the past, it would have taken weeks, months to get a, an initial phone call. So we're moving 10 times faster than we were before just because of that aspect. And we have the resources to really uh, test and finalize our product. So definitely there are curveballs. Every day there's curveballs, but because of this program, the DOE, we've we really feel like we're we're we have what we need to bring our product to market to really not just like make a small dent, but I think we we're prepared to really work with some of the biggest companies in the world uh, and uh, just things couldn't things couldn't be going better because of that. We don't feel that these curveballs are gonna are gonna stop us going forward. So as you've expanded your business and worked closer with entrepreneurs and organizations in the space, becoming you know more, uh, more connected with this network, what are you seeing that excites you about the future of solar? Sure. So I guess first off, it's, it's just exciting because we see how the potential and the sheer scale of impact that companies can have for the, indus for the industry as well as just for the environment. So it's it's been a really fun place where there's just a lot there's a lot of excitement in the in the area. You meet people, and like I was saying before, it's, it's a really passionate group. So just from the folks I meet in Greentown Labs, it's just exciting to see what they uh, uh, how how the company how new companies are popping up daily trying to tackle different parts of the problem. Um, second, I guess what what really makes me excited is some of the pockets of innovation that I've seen have emerged across the country for building clean tech companies. So in Boston, like I was saying before, we've got Greentown Labs, we've got NYSERDA in New York, Powerhouse in San Francisco, countless other incubators and VC funds that are really building the future of clean tech. But at the same time, uh, we've, we've got a lot of government grants, uh, both on the federal side as well as the state level. They've been really incredible helping companies and entrepreneurs like myself develop new technologies that can have a major impact. Uh, in the state of Massachusetts, for example, the Mass CEC, which is the uh, Massachusetts Clean Energy Centers, is really doing everything it can to make developing and deploying new clean tech innovations easier uh, than ever. So there's tons of grant opportunities from there. They're offering tons of testing opportunities. Across the board, I've, I've just been overwhelmingly impressed with both the uh, like these pockets of innovation and, and the government involvement uh, to try to bring things off the ground. And lastly, like like I was saying before, it's just how uh, what excites me about the future of solar is just how collaborative the environment's been. It's uh, it's always been easy for companies to say that it really cares about the environment. You know, it operates a double bottom line. But what's been cool is I. Particularly working with Greentown Labs, it's seen it's seen cool this year to to work with some of the companies that where it's absolutely true they really are doing that. They're everyone's driven by this singular goal to improve the planet, and everyone's going to have a great time doing it. They're going to help uh, other companies out along the way. So, incredibly collaborative environment that that's keep, keeping me really excited about the future of solar. And I guess on the flip side, what are what are some of the toughest challenges you're seeing down the road, both for Vesper Solar and for some of your colleagues? Uh, honestly, I'd, I'd say it was it was the point that I was getting at earlier. Um, it's a risk-averse industry. 
with a lot of stakeholders that you have to have involved at every step of the way. Um, I know that that I've, I've met with a few VC funds that have said that that's exactly what they're they're trying to avoid. You know, what are the how can you what type of companies are out there that can avoid getting into the I guess mess of relying on multi stakeholders, uh, multiple stakeholders to to really implement a solution. Plus, you have the regulations that are involved. So uh, I've met with a few funds that said that they're exclusively going to be investing in companies that can avoid that mess. Um, that yeah, I'd say that that's the biggest challenge I see both for our company and to other companies uh, that I've that I've worked with at Green Time, particularly when you're dealing with hardware. I can't speak to the software side of uh, of solar, but I know there's some awesome companies that. Uh, at Green Time Labs, like, like Raptor Maps, which is using uh, AI to scan for maintenance and solar systems uh, and using drones. There's some awesome so, uh, software-based uh, solar companies out of Powerhouse in California. So I'm not as familiar with, with, with that side of the business, but on the hardware side, it's yeah, the risk-averse nature and the, and the ecosystem that are the biggest challenges. What's something you're hoping to see, something that could potentially be a game changer in the coming years? What's the what's the headline you'd, you'd hope to see? I mean, there's a, a market size aspect for sure. My company, I think uh, a big measure of our success is going to be how many watts, how many, how many cents per watt we can take out of the equation for solar. Um, so I think for us, what we care, for my company, what we care about is developing a new industry standard for attachment. The headline that we want to see is that because we have transformed this last part of piece of the puzzle for solar, the attachment process, we want to take out, we want to be able to prove that we've taken out a full penny uh, in the, from the cost structure of solar. So almost an entire, almost 1% of total cost from solar we want, we want to take out from just the attachment process. And the reason why I say that's a big headline is this: it's going to be, what that's going to mean is solar gets installed months faster for large scale projects. Uh, for what that's going to mean is that we can save over a billion dollars in the installation costs, which means that there's just going to be more and more solar installed. If the industry is going to really scale to reach some of uh, intersolar's projections by 2022, which the highest one I've seen from intersolar was close to 150 gigawatts, which if the industry is going to come anywhere close to reaching those numbers, we don't think nuts and bolts are going to cut it. And we want to help the, the industry scale as quickly and save and at as low of a cost as possible. So I guess that's not eh, not a great headline, but <laughs> that's the that's the story. Well, the I'm sure the I'm sure the editor at the publication will workshop the the headline, but uh, yeah, yeah, thank you, <laughs> uh, th thank you for that, and uh, thank you for being on, Robert, to to talk about what you've got uh, what you've got going on and what's uh, being represented at the Solar Challenge. 
Of course, yeah. Thanks, Dylan. I really appreciate your time. It was a lot of fun. You can find our research and media at zprime.com. You can find us on social media at D.Y. Lockwood, at Aaron Hardick, at zprime underscore research. My name is Dylan, and we'll see you all next time.